welcome to Excuse My ADHD, a podcast for adults with or who think they may have ADHD. I'm your host, Jeanette, and this is my journey. Hello, and welcome to Excuse My ADHD, episode number 41, Adventures with Insurance. I know, it's not a great title, but you'll see. (laughs) I'm your host, Jeanette, and I am navigating ADHD one distraction at a time. Adulting isn't always fun, and this is one of those times, but I warn you, this isn't exactly an exciting episode, Um, but it's for anyone that has health insurance or will have health insurance, and you'll get why once you start listening. But if you're a first-time listener, thanks for tuning in, and if you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. Now let's get into it. Let's talk about adulting. It sucks. There are so many things that we don't think about, and one of those things I want to talk about today is the ramifications of changing insurance. Now, let me tell you, if I never have to change insurance again, it will be too soon. All of the things I had to think about and remember and try to coordinate for something that just seems so simple. Well, let's just talk about how simple it is. So I can maybe give you some tips and help to avoid what I just went through. First, if you do not think this pertains to you, oh, how wrong you are. It doesn't matter if you're on your parents' insurance, if you've been on the same insurance for years, at some point change is coming and it's better to be prepared. So I urge you to keep listening because this might just help you. And I've talked about in a previous episode the importance of having all of your medical records and history together somewhere. This is an episode where that having all of that organized can help. And this might help you get organized a little bit. When you change insurance, you know, it doesn't matter if it's yours, your spouse's, whatever, you get a new plan. And one of the things, the first thing you're going to need to do is you're going to need to make lists. And I know we love our lists, don't we? The first list you want to make is going to be all of the doctors that you see that will be taking this new insurance. Let's just pretend you or your spouse are changing jobs and you need all of your insurance changed. Just so you can see the whole picture. And it can't be that bad, right? Just primary care, eye doctor, done, dentist. Nope, not that simple. Uh, Well, if you're lucky, maybe it is. But if you have kids or you have some other kind of medical condition mental health issue, as we do, or if you have to see any specialist for anything, it's definitely not that simple. So I'm going to list some and maybe this will help jog anything that you are not thinking about. So let's start with the, all of the practices that you can go to. We already said the basic ones, your primary care physician, your dentist or dentist and orthodontist, your eye doctor. Now, If you were born genetically a female, you're OBGYN. If you're pregnant, you're OBGYN. Um, If you're taking care of your mental health, 
your psychologist, psychiatrist, counselor, etc., if they take insurance, do you have allergies or asthma? Is there another specialist that you go to, like a nephrologist for your kidney disease or a cardiologist, a neurologist, or, you know, even a chiropractor, physical therapist? I just had to go to one, a vestibular physical therapist, because I was crazy dizzy for over a month. But anyway, I digress. Um, just remember that there are just a few and there are probably, there's going to be probably one that you're not thinking about. And just kind of try and think, is there anywhere that you go like one time a year or just occasionally, just some kind of follow-up checkup or something? You're going to want those too. And let's not forget about going to the urgent care or the closest ER. You know, you're going to want to have those places in mind, especially if there's like a hospital you don't want to go to or one that you really do want to go to, because you're going to need to make sure that this new insurance is accepted at all of these places. So, you know, and if you have kids, oh, Jesus, then everything I just said, but the tiny people version, you're going to have to get their pediatrician, their pediatric uh, dentist, their orthodontist, and on and on and on. And you may be asking, why do you need this list? Well, because like I started to tell you, you're going to have to research each and every one to see if the new insurance is, if they even take your insurance and two, are they going to be in or out of network? And that makes a difference in the copay and the amount of services that the insurance will pay for. And if any of you are already established, have already, your already established physicians are out of network or don't accept your insurance, then you have to decide, are you willing to change doctors or seek another option with your insurance? For me, that option was using like, so we switched because we're on my husband's health insurance, but then the dental insurance wasn't so great and they didn't accept, you know, our dentist and the kid's dentist and they love going to their dentist. My girls get their nails painted. They get to use like, like the bubble gum machine, but it's got like little toys in it. They give them coins to do that. They just love it. So I didn't really want to change them. And I was lucky. So I was able to, you know, my option was using my workplaces dental instead of my husband's. Because like I said, I wasn't really thrilled with the idea of having to change and I was fortunate enough to have that choice. Now, there's a downside, of course. You know, I mean, I have to wait a whole year before I can get a full comprehensive coverage because you're only allowed to have the basic when you start getting that dental insurance, at least of my company. It was the, it was the first time I've ever heard of that, but that's what had to happen. The coverage is different than what I'm used to. I'm paying more out of pocket than I had expected, but... Once I get onto that comprehensive after a year, it'll all be worth it. And hopefully, if you come into a decision like that, it'll be easy. Sometimes it's not. So we've talked about all of the different practices and physicians, doctors, whatever that you're going to need. The next thing is, you know, now that you've determined your physicians and specialists, 
You need to see what's covered. For example, how many PT visits per year or chiropractor visits can you get? Are your yearly exams or physicals covered? What percentage is covered? Is it like a 60-40 where the insurance pays 60% and you pay 40? Is it an 80-20, a 90-10, a combination of those things? And so this is going to start you thinking about money and employee versus employer contributions because some companies will cover a portion of the insurance premium for their employees while others don't. And that can affect your costs. Some people have higher premiums so they can have lower co-pays, health savings accounts, flexible spending accounts, all kinds of different things. Um, but the thing to think about is you might have higher or lower co-pays for your medication and supplies and your providers as well. So it's important to consider the fiscal impact this will have on you before making any change. And again, something that does not always occur to you right off the bat is all of this. And like, as I said, adulting sucks sometimes. And it's harder than it needs to be. Like someone just sits in a room thinking up ways to make things harder for people. Okay, so... Yeah, I say so a lot. It's okay. I'm not going to cut it out this time. Usually I cut it out. I'm not doing it today. I want to get this out. Um, <laughs> now that we've looked at all of our providers, let's move on to procedures. Supplies, medications that you will need. We'll need to make a list for this too. And you know, anything that's covered under prescription, I mean, some examples just to get you started here. Your ADHD meds, your other mental health medications, whether it's for bipolar, anxiety, depression, whatever. Um, do you have allergies? Do you need a prescription for a seasonal allergy medication or a inhaler if you have asthma? Um, do you need an EpiPen? Do you need blood pressure or diabetes medication, heartburn or um, like GERD medication, pain management medication? Like I said, epinephrine and insulin already. Um, supplies like insulin pumps, blood pressure cuffs, glasses, contacts, anything that you get a prescription for. And you'll need to know if your medications are covered, especially if you're taking something that is a name brand. Like, I think Vyvanse, Concerta, you know, ADHD medications. I know they're, you know, my doctor will write a prescription for the name brand of my birth control, but then I get a generic. Different insurance will cover generics differently. So just be aware. And that's kind of to like, this brings me back to, and I will never quit harping on the importance of knowing the difference between a generic and an authorized generic. I've got two episodes dedicated to this already in a TikTok. So I'll make another one if anybody asks. It's just know that there is a difference between a generic and an authorized generic. That's all I'm going to say about it in this episode. Go check out my other episodes if you want to do it. I've got two parts. It's a part one and part two. Um... It's not just something that affects ADHD medications. It's all medications. And I'm not saying that every generic sucks and will never work. But for Concerta, for example, 
It makes a huge difference because it has a patented delivery system. And for whatever reason, that seems to be a game changer for some of us. Um, the main point is, if you are prescribed a brand and you get a generic that doesn't work for you, see if you can find an authorized generic for it before you give up and try something else. Just always do your research. You are your own biggest advocate. And not everyone, including nurses, pharmacists, physicians, understand or really know what the difference is between a generic and an authorized generic. They just kind of think all generics are the same. Um, another good resource, go to ADHD rollercoaster.org. It opened my eyes to all of this, and it's where I've learned so much on the topic from her site. Okay, so see, I told you it was simple. Um, changing your insurance, not much at all to consider. Sorry, I, I can't help the sarcasm. It just comes out the more frustrated I get with situations. I just really hope that some of this helps you get all of your information together so you don't feel so overwhelmed. I know it helps me if somebody is kind of just being a sounding board for me and I can just say things and then they'll be like, oh, well, what about this? What about that? And then it helps me think of other things. Um, I might even just make a checklist and post it on my website somewhere. If anybody's interested, um, you can go to my website. There is a link, a place to leave comments or messages, just let me know and I'll make you one. Um, but you'll need the same list once you get your new insurance cards because you'll be asked to provide the new information at every single one of those providers that you go to or your pharmacy. You'll be asked, you know, what is your new copay? All of those things. And they'll expect you to know it. So um, one other thing before I forget, you may need to check one other thing when you're looking at insurance. Um, you'll want to know if you need prior authorization for things. That is for visits, for to specialists, for medication, whatever. You need to know and probably write it down somewhere what things you need prior authorization for. So you don't get stuck paying a bill because you didn't ask for prior authorization or that you don't, that you get denied because it didn't, you, you didn't get that authorization beforehand. Just one more thing to think about. Best of luck. <laughs> I hope that this helps somehow. And until next time. Thank you for listening to Excuse My ADHD. If you like what you hear, don't forget to please subscribe, rate, and leave an awesome review. Show notes and social media links are available at www.excusemyadhd.com. Until next time.